Welcome back to another episode of Super Coach Insider. My name is Ben. And I am Chris. And thank you for having us. Uh, very quickly, first things first, you can find us on facebook.com forward slash supercoachinsider. And on Twitter, we are uh, sc underscore insider underscore. Um, so please you can do... also unfollow as well. Funny that. So. Yes. <laughs> uh, but look, yeah, let's go. I'm going to get real for a second, guys. Um, yeah, let's face it. We don't get too serious too often. We but, don't. Um, yeah, there are a few uh, serious events that have taken place. There was a, a female comedian who was uh, killed recently. And uh, I do know that we do take the piss sometimes. Uh, I am very for uh, comedy. Um, there's not too many female comedians I like. I mean, I think Fiona McLaughlin's probably one of the only ones mm-hmm. that I actually really enjoy. She's good. She's very funny. Um, but look, yeah, there are some, the world's a fucked up place. Let's let's put it that way. Um, there's always going to be murderers and people just fucked in the head. So uh, we look, choose to take it on the lighter well, side we, of things. We try to take the piss. Um, this doesn't always, you know, it doesn't reflect our actual views. We just kind of, I don't know. Sometimes we just run with it. It's, we don't it's even more verbal diarrhea than anything. Yeah, basically, we don't even know. <laughs> we don't even know what we're saying half the time. But um, look. We did have somebody that uh, decided to make a stand and not list like us anymore because of uh, some comments we made about females last week, which I don't even remember what I said or what you said, Chris. But um, I don't think it was last week. I think it was just yeah. And look, weeks, just wanted to throw that out there that um, you know. Get serious for a little bit, guys. Let's just get down a bit of Barry Manilow just for yeah, a moment. And, nothing um, we say is ever ta- like meant to be taken to heart. And if it no. is, we do apologise. Um, we're trying to find a, yeah, we're a happy medium between yeah, like this having is our, fun and having banter. This and- is our first year, so look, please <laughs> please do bear with us. Uh, and uh, speaking of forgiveness, Chris, can you forgive me for my horrible act? I can, I can forgive you. On the weekend. I can oh. definitely forgive you because so, uh, it helped me, <laughs> even though I still didn't win our league match. All right, let's set a look context uh for those that do follow us uh, on uh, facebook particularly uh do know that um so chris and i had a little bit of a poker game friday night we did we we're tossing up i needed to to fill my team i didn't want to be fielding uh 16 i was only going to be able to get 17 on field and i was like i need so i need to fill my side and the problem was i already had um Simpson, I already had Yo, and uh, I didn't, I didn't want to get in a midfielder because I thought this would be some good options to come after that. I was actually going to get in McRae, but I couldn't afford him. Luckily, I couldn't yeah, afford you him. Chris dodged that bullet. Dodged it. I think I was five thousand dollars short of being able to get Robbie Gray and uh, McRae. So luckily there. Anyway, so I put Hearn on my side. So I was like, right, I'm going to do it, Chris. I'm going to push Sicily to the forward line. I'm going to get Hearn in we instead. Actually, of- it was a conversation that we had to, to push. Yeah, and Hearn's gone well. Mainly because the other options really weren't Well, it was either him or Gunston, and I don't yeah. like Gunston that much. But, and then um, Gunston had a pretty good week. Anyway, so I was like, right, so just before the poker game, just before the game started, I was like, right, I've done it, Chris. So I put Hearn into my side. Everything's great. I go to bed. So we finish poker at 4 a.m. in the morning. I take all these guys home because I wasn't even that drunk. Like, I mean, not drunk. Sorry. That sounded horrible. I wasn't drinking, just a couple. I was under the limit. Um, but I was so tired. Hi, guys. He was smashing. By the time, By the time I got everybody home, it was like I got to bed at 5.30. I woke up at like 1.30, started watching a bit of footy and whatnot, thinking my team was sweet. I even logged in and checked my side to make sure Fife was captain. I took the captaincy off Titch. Basically, everything's all, everything's all good. And then on a Sunday, when I actually have a proper look at my side, I think, oh, I wonder how I'm going, how's my score. I have a look. 
at uh, who I have left remaining for the day, and I see Sicily on my bench without an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> I could not believe it. I could. Because Sicily, when I pushed him forward, he went automatically not on field, onto my bench, without an emergency. Does that. And I lost 115 points. So, Chris, I'm going to start off today. I scored uh, not too bad. I got 17-29 but I lost 115 points. That's that's good. And and here is a good lesson to you kind folks out there uh, of just what a simple mistake can do to your super coach career. Like uh, being a spot. I honestly had to... <laughs> luckily, it was a Sunday afternoon because Bunnings is open till 6. <laughs> you could get... Uh, so could you get some snags? Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm t- uh, unfortunately, I'm too cheap and got some rope that was flimsy and it didn't work. Um, anyway, so you I scored... You could only afford four foot of rope and it snapped. Didn't you? Yeah, and I'm, six, and I'm nearly six foot, so... No. Uh, Just didn't work. Yeah, big guy. Uh, anyway, so I'm ranked um, 4,785, but my mistake meant I actually should have been 3,203 ranking. So it's essentially, it's a 1,580 mistake. That is, that's uh, that's a big That's a big yeah. mistake. That's, uh, we're all human. And um, look, la- everyone had a good laugh at me, uh, especially Russ Whitney. Thank you, mate. Uh, <laughs> no no love lost there, bro. But uh, anyway, Chris, uh, look, how, it, how did you go, Mr. Uh, Carnage? It has happened. I, I copped everything this week. And I, I have, uh, look, in, in everyone's defense... I have largely skipped a lot of the other um, carnage from other weeks. So I've been lucky. And eventually it catches up with you. Well, it was a running joke. Chris thought he was actually going to beat me. He's like, ha <laughs> your stuff up may work in my favour. Yes. <laughs> and I'm... I'm so how, mu- how much did you slip, Mr. 1000? Because someone did laugh no, at you. not much. Someone um, did laugh at luckily, you. Luckily, uh, because of the, it is about buy round and a lot of people have um, other poor rounds only. Well, went- I guarantee you're no longer Mr. 1000. No. I, well, <laughs> I didn't go down 60 places. I went down basically back to where I was the week before. So 600 places back. Okay. And now I'm ranked 1560. So literally almost went back up went back down <laughs> like, right. um, but yeah so I'm not too upset in terms of my overall rank what I am upset with is I have got hit with um, injuries the last two weeks that have really impacted my amount of trades because I've now had to side swap uh, I side swapped Walters last week that wasn't an injury that was just stupid. well it wasn't no, I, no well yeah it, no his stupidity not yours yeah I mean, I, I worked, you know... I would never call that, you stupid, Chris. That one week plus his bye week, if I got someone else in, there's another 200 points. So um, I traded him in for Ed Kernow, uh, who didn't do too bad, but um, he got a 95. I was hoping it would be a little bit higher. What's funny is I traded in Trelaw for Coniglio to try and gain 100 points on the competition. <laughs> he wanted to get 105 or something, so I actually went backwards 10 points, and somebody actually picked this up and commented saying it's karma. For ditching the hashtag blessed uh, train. Yeah, so, that, that's 100% accurate. Yeah, too. I could have just kept Coniglio. Yep, and, you could have. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 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 I've still got Coniglio. So, uh, so yeah, that's impacted me. And now, obviously, McRae this week. So, yep. I had the vice. Of course, of course, I had the vice captain on McRae. You couldn't not. I mean, the conditions were ripe for McRae to have a big one. Well, I don't know. I see Nat Five versus Carlton and I just lit up. Yeah, no. Well, that was the have, one. Yeah, that was that's the- because you don't have McRae. No, exactly. You would have you would have lit up like me, like a little kid in a candy store. I still would have probably gone see on. Uh, anyway, you didn't lose too many points. No, on, I on didn't. The, on the Titch train. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, th- I don't think you can go past a reliable Titch score. So. Yes. Well, um, and it was, you know, again, I only lost 20 points on whatever on the captaincy. So. Do you want to know the worst part, Chris, is a couple of weeks ago when I was looking at Trelaw, I only went Kelly. Yep. And he went monster, right? Because I was like, well, I need one of these two. And the other one was going to be McRae. But now McRae's out, so I'm going to get Kelly in. 
and I've already got Trelaw, so yeah. I actually lost points. I've actually, yeah, so go I'm probably, I mean, and here's the thing, so I probably should go to Kelly this week, but I can't really afford Kelly to go down with injury, so I'm tossing up whether or not I can go confidently with someone like a Josh Kelly who's coming off a groin, had a, has had injuries issues all year. Well, Chris, if someone's coming off the groin, just scrape it up. <laughs> Oh, the worst, the worst Get news a towel, ever. mate. Or a sock. Um, so I also got Webb's caught Webster's 13. Yes. So that was, he, that was probably he, Webster worse. has been caught in the injury web, so now, to speak. Now, the one good news is that he's probably... <laughs> good one. <laughs> You're such Chris, a... Chris, <laughs> there was a time you liked my jokes. No, it was. There I still do. Was, there once I'm was sure I'll listen back to it tomorrow and, and laugh again. Come on, you laughed at my misfortune all weekend. <laughs> I know. Anyway, so that 13 really did hurt. And, um, I mean, the only good news is that I don't have to trade him because he's only going to be out for two, uh, one game. So he'll be out for this two week to three, and then next week. Two to three, they said. Two to three. He'll we'll be back. Um, it, it will depend. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, well, I'm I ho- crossing my fingers there. I hope they have a female masseuse. <laughs> physio. Well, he's got groin issues, mate. It, a doctor, like, yeah. That's, that, well, has, that has to be the only, like, seriously, the only pleasure, the only happiness from having a groin injury. Yeah. And here's a funny story. I don't reckon it's Here's a funny story. Back in my AFL playing days, and yes, I did used to play AFL, <laughs> uh, I actually did have an injured groin. Did you play in the I actually, AFL or I actually did, you play did have, I actually did have an injured groin, and I had a female uh, physio, and I was, like, loving life. Went there twice. The third time, she was sick, and there was a guy in there. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like getting ready, young young me. I'm like rolling up my pants to get ready, and then this guy walks in. <laughs> so what I do? Uh, rolled it. I rolled it up even more. Um, anyway, sorry, Chris, go on. Um, Webster. Yeah, so hopefully it's only a, a two week injury. If it's a three week injury, it's gonna suck. But again, I can't afford to trade him. So if you're in a position where you can trade him and get a couple extra points, then. That's really good for you. I mean, I do have cover on the pine because I'll have Joel Smith. So I was going to say, I'm, I guess you're hoping terrible. Joel Smith will do well then. Yeah, I will. I'm, I'm going to trading him in this a week early because I uh, I think his on field scoring is going to be pretty good, um, and he's got great job security. So that's something that I'm definitely doing. Um, but yeah, I, I can't really afford to go um, side swapping him to another premium. Then I still need another premium, and it's just yeah. yeah. Um, so having to side swap one of them, I'm going with McRae to side swap because I can make some cash out of it as well. Nice. Even though he dropped 70k, I'll still make about 70k going down to the next best mid, which is going to be either a, a Trelaw or a, a Josh Kelly or a Clayton Oliver. Um, are you? Because you don't have the Clayton, right? Yeah. So those three are probably in the same boat of you know what their probably potential output is. Um, I'm hoping that Kelly has the better back end because I think he has the potential to. Yes. Um, so that's my thinking at the moment. But so you're gonna risk, are you going to risk the biscuit or no? Oh, dude, I did this last year where, and I do. I tend, I probably will because I do this every year because I go, nah, fuck it. Well, what's the point? You may as well go all out. If you run out of trades, you run out of trades. Here's what I reckon, Chris. Look for the go for the guy that's least owned. <laughs> is that is that what you think? Yeah. Why not? Do you know if who you that got, is? I don't oh, it's know. It's probably Kelly. Oh, uh, Trelaw, maybe, or it could be Kelly. Kelly, well, after this week, Kelly might actually. I already have Kerr so. now, so it's not like I need another unique <laughs> <laughs> or another Spud. <laughs> yeah, so look, obviously, oh, you did the Kerr now yeah. trade. So, and I only had seventeen on field this week. So I had one go down with injury on thirteen. I had one go down on fifty-two. I traded in McLean for a, <laughs> from Fritch 
for a grand total of 52 points as well. Yes, I guess I should also say I went from our Fritz, our friend in the Fritz, to uh, Gray, and he got a 120 odd. So that yeah, was so good, your, good for me. your forward trade yeah. ended up and then, and then you a lot finally, of points. You finally got your boy. Finally, McLean. And it's the first contest, and we'll go through some First contest gets Literally, hit. ball goes up, he smacks into Robbie Gray, gives away a free kick, which it wasn't. It was by the not way, a free kick, no. And hinges his shoulder. And he, but they've said he's going to be right for this week. Yeah, you can't, you can't write these dreams, Chris. No, so yeah, I had a bit of a nightmare on the on this week with my trade ins and everything. Right. But anyway, I still scored seventeen oh nine. Um, only ranked fifteen hundred. I'm still ranked fifteen hundred and sixty. So it's not the end of the world. Um, I'm feel hopefully fielding eighteen this week. Pending changes. Oh, I'm I mean, keen, I'm keen to see teams released. I had over twenty. I think twenty one before teams were released last week. So. And more carnage. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, well, they don't, they don't care be... about Supercoach, Chris. I mean, they nah. should. I mean, we basically pay their bills, right? <laughs> yeah, they should. Uh, <laughs> they go board to board. Yes. <laughs> they should, those filthy buggers. Uh, anyway, so let's get into the leagues, Chris. The sausage rolls are 1,197. Okay. Um, so they're starting to catch some ground, I think, Chris. We'll be top 1,000 before you know it. Yep. Um, the bonus league, 79, so they're still kicking on. Uh, the others have actually slid out a little, so the podcast league, 109, and our insider three league is 122, so they're making some ground as well. Yeah, I think really, I mean, you're probably not going to be able to tell until the end of the buy rounds. You know, where you actually Where it sit. evens up. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I have, uh, at this point in time, I think I have 18 playing. I'm hoping um, Smith in the forward line. Is it Tim Smith? Yep. Plays, I'm hoping he plays for hoping, Melbourne. That yeah. would be amazing. I, I, I'm of the opinion, er, I mean, this is an early opinion. I, I'm confident that he will play. I'm hoping. I think he was actually more injured rather than he was yeah, admitted. admitted. And uh, Pedersen didn't have a blinder. So I'm hoping he comes in and that, that will give me essentially 19 on field. Most of mine are premiums. Yeah, this and, week. and same with me last week. So even though I had 17 on field, I had 14 premiums playing. Yep, well, um, got this a, week I'll have close to that as well. Yeah. Well, I've got a full premium defense. I think I'm just missing two forwards in the forward line and then a few mids or something. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, most of my 18 are premiums this week, which will be hopefully yeah. stellar. My only um, concern is that I had planned on being full primo this week and it will be another week. I have I have the cash. If I do all the trades I want to do, I've got the cash to do my upgrade. I just don't have the trade, so I've got to wait another week to actually use that trade. So Right, and I will go full premium this week. Nice. Uh, one down, one up, full team is done. So, um, yep, and I think Kelly will be my man because I've already got Oliver, I've already got Trelaw. I wonder um, how much ownership is going to go up this week because I think Kelly is not in a lot of teams and there are a lot of people that have um, a McRae. For example, and he's obviously you know it's that chasing points. He just will got after after his, yeah exactly after that big one. Uh, people about will. to play Brisbane. Yeah, people are going to want to trade him in. So it'll be interesting to see how much it is at the end. Um, now banter of the week. So yes. um, we it's not was that they a follower of ours or was it no? Just, it was just Twitter. Okay. And I happened to just you catch called it, it early and it was fantastic. So. Uh, I just happened to catch it on Twitter, and um, so for those of you that did, I posted it on both. Uh, basically, uh, I was watching the Carlton Fremantle game. Halftime came around. I thought I'll just have a quick little flick through Twitter, as you do. And um, so, banter of the week. Let me just find him, if the internet will scroll. Uh, goes to a guy called Joshua K. And um, so, he's, it's at JS underscore K. So, he he posted, uh, first half goals today, two to Portugal, one to Spain and zero to Carlton, <laughs> uh, which I thought was great. So I ended up sharing that. Uh, we ended up having like 40 comments just on our share alone. Like I just saved the picture and posted yep. it and retweeted it on our Twitter and it, it went off. It like, went so many people massively just loved viral. It. it made to, uh, I even saw they, um, that uh, Triple M 
uh, put a photo up of the those the, the three using oh, that yes. exact thing. So but they added a photo they, to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly right. They, they stole probably it. stole a hundred percent. They stole it. They always do. Yeah. So um so yeah look uh, well done if you if you're out there if you do actually listen to our podcast congratulations um that was just next level I, I lost it yeah. so oh uh, yeah either um, way you deserve banter of the week so there you yep, go fair um, enough um yep so I think that's that part down and bubble boys um, the bubble boys very interesting there's not too much actually to nah. pay attention to uh, number um, one is uh, Brady Miercek yeah so um again so there's good news in with Miercek and there's bad news I'll give you the good news first. The good news is that Buckley has come out and said that Reed will not play this week. He needs one more week. Now, whether or not that that is one more week and then he's back on the side, or one more week and he's playing VFL, that generally gives me the idea that he will probably play this week, maybe not next week. So, um, yeah, job security is still very much an issue. I wouldn't be trading him in unless you you already have say a playing uh, D seven that you can put on your field. But I wouldn't definitely be putting him on. Um, no. Expecting him to play on a weekly basis. Not unless you just want a cash grab to fill your side. And, yeah, and, and if you not, just and, need it. Yeah, yeah. And, and you don't really need your coverage or whatever. So Yeah, I, I mean, I've considered it, but um, I'd rather not. I'd rather have someone. I, I, I'd If Reed and Moore are both fit, then Mircek's not in the starting side. Well, I'm with you. So it, it's difficult, but that's that's the reality of it. Uh, if you don't already have a Hearn, then he's probably target number one. Yeah, he is. He's the number one. But, you have um, to be. I think most people already... Did go early on him. Um, but Most if you people did, did, but if you didn't, then he seems like the easiest choice you have to make this week. Yep. Uh, yeah. We've also got uh, so Taylor from um, GWS. He's a 117K defender with a, a break-even of negative 67, I think. Yep, played um, the same amount of games as Cummings now too. Yeah, and again, <laughs> so I think the same thing will happen. I don't think that he's actually going to get much uh, much time moving forward. He's not their best 22. I think something you also got to consider is that uh, I mean, they are obviously having a lot of injuries at the moment, um, GWS. But uh, Toby Green has been announced that he's about two to three weeks away. Yeah, still two um, to three weeks away. Crazy. Well, they've they've finally given okay, he should be right, like an actual time frame as opposed to oh, we'll just see what happens and yeah, you know, he'll he'll be back when he's back. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed, Toby Green can come back. Well, not let, that I, let, not let's, he's not going to impact any of our super coach teams. No, he's not. Here. Well, not any at this point. Unless but it's uh, let, let's hope that uh, this off season he stays out of all nightclubs. Hey, eh? <laughs> he's probably like, we're gonna have to ban himself. I from think it. he will have to yeah, be banned or stay away from dogs as well. Oh, literally, ask or, Petrucker and Dugowie about no, no, hanging out with dogs. Yeah, no nightclubs or only go into rooms that are circular. <laughs> you know, so he doesn't jam his toe into <laughs> the corner just, of things. His entire summer was just spent on the vomitron, just going around and around. And <laughs> this is all I've got to do for fun, boys. Um, or just stick to Fortnite, um, which is always good. Yeah. Uh, oh, just uh, I had my first uh, two wins on Fortnite in the last 24 hours. I was pretty happy oh, with yeah. myself. Chris, Chris wants Fortnite friends, everybody. So please, <laughs> please uh, message us if you're a Fortnite fan. Uh, I would like I to. I just started I, playing seriously like a week and a half, two weeks I think I dodged the so. bullet because uh, when it first came out, everyone's like, oh, you got to get on Fortnite. Are you on Fortnite? And I was like, yeah. Now like, you're so far behind the learning curve. You're like, no, nah, I'm not going to do oh, it. I'm too busy, mate. Too oh, busy. whatever, mate. You should, uh, should anyway, totally get on. Uh, as for next week, uh, Bubble Boys. Now, there's one, there's one more Bubble Boy, sorry. Um, uh, Tom Murphy. So, Tom Murphy is at the uh, uh, Kangaroos. Um, he's pl- He had his first game in was an emergency. So I'm not entirely sure again on his job security. The interesting thing about him, though, is he's a uh, defender mid. So if you wanted him along with a Joel Smith and you could bring them both in and have some flexibility in your team, that's something you might look at. Again, I wouldn't rely on him for someone to actually be in your team full time. 
Um, so just be careful with that one. It's more if they get named and it gives you a buy cover, but then flexibility for later. Yeah, it, it's literally more just a flexible uh, option that can swing as a loophole maybe later in the season. So, uh, again, only people that are really traded and, and cashed up would look at that option. Um, it's not really one for going for overall, in That's my fair. opinion. Uh, yep, so next week you have Ainsworth uh, for um, West Coast. If he gets named, yeah. If he gets named, he's uh, only played one, so that's a bit, yeah, if he gets yeah, played Yeah, the main one. ones are... Redmond, I think, is pretty cool as well for the one after, if he gets yeah, named. Yeah, Redmond along with Joel Smith are two priority ones if they come in. I think the, the, the appealing thing about Redmond is obviously his price, right? So yeah. he's one thirteen. And his 90 score, yeah. which was pretty good. So I definitely... Um, I might even bring him in a week early just if I need the cash this week. So it's a, it's yeah. a funny one. If he gets named. Yeah, it's interesting. It it's was, interesting. I don't yeah. know what I'm going to do yet. It depends on what gets named. I'm hoping if I have 18, I probably don't need to bring him in. I'll just go straight to my loophole. Happy days. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, the other one is um, Josh Battle. So he actually has played very good um, for St Kilda. Um, so he had his second game. I think he kicked uh, two or three goals potentially. Yeah, man. It kind of helped that um, Billings played more midfield. I think it was like 67% midfield. Yeah, and, on a wing and off half back I, I as love well. it how he just gets yeah. omitted for a week mm. and then we all jump ship, as you do. He's, he's a guy that if you've still got him, then you're laughing. And if you don't have him, you may want to get him in. Mm. Well, if he comes out and busts another 110 this week... People are going to scramble being like, oh, shit, like, how can I miss that Well, train? I guarantee you... It's going to be so I cheap. I guarantee you it's not going to happen, Chris. Do you, you don't have him anymore, do you? I'll make a bet. It's not going to happen he's this week. Went 110? Yeah, 100%. Because he's not playing? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not playing. No, I'm saying, well, next week, obviously. Oh, you're but dick, you're dickhead. That gives me a week to get the cash together for him. <laughs> oh, wow. I wouldn't mind having him as a, as a uh, F7. I mean, if he's well, going to pump out those well, numbers. Well, maybe I'll go him instead of Rewalt. Maybe I'll bring him back in. Maybe uh, he's, He must be cheap. He must be. Anyway, anyway so Battle, obviously, is, is one that I... Um, I, I mean, I'm not looking at because I probably won't need the downgrade, but if you are playing for League and you're looking for downgrade options, is it, I actually I don't if, mind him. I wonder if Battle's still going out with... Um, what's his name's daughter? I don't know who you're talking about. Battle. Yeah, Josh Battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Favola. He's going out with Favola's daughter, yeah. Wow. Is she hot? Must be. (laughs) That's my first question. Oh, well done. Um, The other one that's a one to watch. It must be. Apparently, um, Favola nearly gambled away her innocence. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) That's that's that's, Actually, I'll take that back. That's a horrible joke. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Now, Garthwaite as well. Um, so Garthway played for Richmond. I, I don't um, don't think again his job security is not great, uh, but he came in, did a job, got a seventy one on debut. Um, so he might be one to watch again yep. next and week. See how he goes. Nearly outscored uh, Dusty Martin. <laughs> oh my gosh, Dusty! What are you doing, man? Let's get into that problem later. Anyway, uh, let's get into the uh, Q and A's then, Chris. Yep, let's go straight uh, into them. We'll go straight into Facebook. We're gonna get it, th- today's probably gonna be a little bit shorter than usual, just because of the buy rounds. Well, last week we did the our yeah, top we, ten revisits, and exactly I hope you, right. hope you did enjoy that. Uh, we had lots of people comment saying how much they enjoyed it. Yep, uh, that's which good. Was good. So uh, anyway, let's go with uh, Ross uh, Ross McRae. He wants us to rank and compare Chris between Trelaw, Phillips, Josh Kelly, Callan Ward. Clayton Oliver for upcoming matches. So basically what we see them as, whether they'll yep. be in the top eight to finish the year and uh, how their draw is. So, um, look, how, how do you think with in Phillips terms and Trelaw? In sort terms of, of draw, um, Collingwood have the best uh, upcoming fixture. The next three, they have Carlton 
Essendon and Gold Coast. Yep. Melbourne, so, Melbourne do have a pretty tough run coming up. And so they Melbourne have a tough run coming up, but then their draw eases yes. towards the SC the finals. End. So if you're playing for league, I would be tempted to go someone in Melbourne. If you're playing for overall, I mean, I love someone like a Tommy Phillips um, running over the top of teams and getting 30 disposals and a goal well, in the next three weeks. Well, and this is know? where it also... So, same with Trelaw. Trelaw and, and quite a few general. people have been asking the same sort of thing, uh, as well as like with Tom Phillips. Uh, so they do have a very easy few games coming up. Um, so it's very, very possible that he will go nuts the next few weeks, but whether he will maintain that is another question. Yeah, he, uh, it's, it's he tends first, to drop in a 60 every now and then. Well, it's his first time flying high. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you don't always fly high without refueling. So... Um, yeah, I think I just sort of watch that one now. Whereas see, these guns, mate, they just refuel in the air. Whereas yeah. these, these young kids, mate, they got to get down and do. I think we need more Top Gun references. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe. Top Gun anyway, so anyway. I, I rank them as I'm probably going to go with. Um, oh, geez, that's tough. I'm probably going to go Clayton Oliver number one, Kelly number two, Trelaw number three, and uh, I'm going to go Ward probably just below Phillips, unfortunately. You're going to have Phillips last. No, Phillips over Ward. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. I yeah. like it. Okay, so I'm going to go in terms of uh, where I think they will between now and the end of the year. Um, this is taking drawing into consideration, but realistically, you can't just look at the next three weeks. If I was looking at the next three weeks, I would go Trelaw 1, Phillips 2. Guaranteed. If I'm looking at the next 10 weeks, I'm saying right now, on average, Josh Kelly number one, uh, Clayton Oliver number two, uh, Trelaw, Phillips, then what is that? Pretty much. Ward. Yeah. So our only one with difference was Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's but Oliver hasn't thrown in a 170 game yet, and I reckon it's going to happen. Oh, he's had pretty good games. He's yeah, had, but. He's had pretty good games. I mean, but Kelly's only had one good game. Yeah, that's true. The, one. The, the thing is, Kelly can do that just going in second gear. Yeah, like, there has to be, like, Clayton, for Clayton Oliver to have a really big game because he handles so much. <laughs> I look, like, Chris, like is can, do, Chris is doing the handball gesture to himself and it looks, looks really sus. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, because because obviously he does handball so much, he needs a lot of contested possessions and he needs kick goals to be able to do it. And that's why he doesn't really ever go massive. He Like his ceiling's usually around that 130 to 140 mark and a massive game, for, that's a massive game for him. But he usually will hit you anywhere between 100 and 120 on any given week. So... Um, He's not really a huge ceiling player, in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, it's just his style. So, Jeremiah would like to know, as, uh, again, this is probably a few people ask this similar thing, uh, Harris Andrews versus Chris. Oh, yeah. It seems to be a popular one, Chris. Now... It is. They're both coming has, off the same buy, so... Yeah, so which one has a better finish to the year and why? Collingwood have the easier draw. They tend to score well for Supercoach. I am a Brisbane fan. I love Harris Andrews, particularly for draft. He is killing it for me, right? Yep. But even I have reservations about bringing him in in Supercoach. I have, I want to bring in Andrews, um, and there's a few reasons why. But at the end of the day, Andrews is doing that in a team that's getting thumped by 10 goals most weeks. You know? You said that about Kurnow last week, and he got you less than 100. Yeah, but, I mean, what, what was my other option? Gaff? Yeah. What did Gaff go? Horrible. Week? Yeah. He got tagged. So... Oh, yeah, he did and got By like a 40 Hannah something. Yeah. yeah, he got like 70. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I still tended ended up going all right on that one. That is true. So I would have, I would have gone gaff otherwise. Um, anyway, so, uh, look, it, yeah, I like Andrews because he's, I mean, he, he, and he also gets his points differently. So 
Harris Andrews has, is averaging like something ridiculous, like 14 or 15 spoils a game, which are two to 2.5 points per spoil. So he doesn't really need to get 25 possessions to get an amazing return. Yeah. Uh, his fluctuations this year have not been... After he take out his first three Couple, rounds... Yeah. yeah, his average is 106, which we his, mentioned last I think pod. his lowest score since then was like an 85 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's doing pretty good. He's got a really steady base. What I don't like about Chris, apart from the fact that I hate watching him turn the ball over, is the fact that he needs... He's a downhill skier. So he's not a guy that you look to to score really well in losses. In my opinion, he re- relies on Collingwood playing well as a team for his role to be a super coach-friendly role. Yeah, and because they've been winning of late... Yeah, he gets off the train, he can run up the field, so he can rely on defence. Yeah, getting 110s and exactly right. stealing Jeremy House points. It also helps, I think, that uh, you know Scharenberg's playing deeper. So because Scharenberg's playing deeper and on a taller opponent, even though he's getting monstered at times, it allows that running the running game of Crisp into the game. So he has a, a conducive role to it. Whether or not... I mean, it, purely on numbers for the last, I think it's five or six rounds... Andrews is averaging slightly more. So I can understand the debate. Um, for me, I'm probably just going to lean towards Andrews because I think that over the next uh, however many weeks, he's going to have less poor games than a crisp. I think crisp will still have a dud game and knock out a 60. That's fair. I think I think crisp is probably going to average you more and score more points for the rest of the year. I think Karis Andrews is good. He'll be more consistent. Uh, he's had a couple of big games, which has really helped him, but I'm just not convinced that teams are going to just keep on bombing it on their heads. Yeah, some, it's at, at some point, you have to get smarter. Mm. Yeah, but at some point, you have to get smarter than Essendon, let's face it. Oh, that's true. Because you just keep bombing it in. What, he had a world record for fist, like fisticuffs, right? Yeah. Good old punches. They just can't keep bombing it long. He he will score well, but I don't know. I'm, I'm torn on that one, and for me, it's funny how we've disagreed, yet I'm the Brisbane fan, so. Yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, let's just have a quick squiz at their uh, their matches for the rest of the year. I think they've got a, a fairly easy run. Which also you. kind of answers uh, Joel's question as to whether we think Harris Andrews is a contender for top six. I think he's a contender for top ten, but I don't know if he'll get there. Mm. I don't know. Top six uh, is not. And same as midfield, top eight. Like, you can't always get the top eight. You're trying to look for the top ten sort of picks. Yeah. I mean, it will be interesting. I mean, look, if you look at uh, the the Lions run, I mean, they've got GWS this week, which, I mean, the ball's going to be down there a lot, I reckon, this week. They're playing them at home, but GWS this week. Then they have uh, Ooh, Frio. Frio away. So, I mean, that's going to be testing as well. Yeah. Frio can hit for them. But then at Carlton home. at home. Then they got Carlton. Hawks then, away, who we beat last time. Yeah, it's uh, it's not at uh, the G, though. So, it must be in Tassie, I assume. Oh. Um, which means that they've got the swirling breeze, yeah, which means they're tough to mark. Mate, we can't kick and mark at no. the best of times. Uh, they play Adelaide at home, so that might be a good game. But then they play Geelong um, at, uh, looks like Canadian Park there. Yeah, it is. Um, then they play North at home, so that's not a, ter- a terrific game when he's probably going to be playing on Big Benny Brown. Um, though he did well against Benny Brown do, he did do well. this year. Um, Good for Zorka, though, in the next few rounds. Isn't yeah. It? Then the Pies at the G. Oh, sorry, they're playing at Eddie Had. And right. then the Suns. Boom. Um, and the Suns before uh, Eagles at home in the last game. So that's a pretty tough draw if you compare that directly to Collingwood um, for a defender anyway. You're looking at, here we go. So, again, Carlton, Carlton Suns, Essendon, Suns, Essendon. But then they've got Eagles at home, uh, North at home, Richmond, Sydney. Um, Lions, and then they play Port. Lions, which is an easy game, of course. And then Port. Port and Dockers. And so, Dockers not too bad. I, think, I, think I actually quite like it's their It's kind run. of even, isn't it? So, yeah, re- realistically. So, 
Yeah. A coin flip? Is that the best answer? Yeah, let's go coin flip because we disagree, but um, I'm going crisp. Yeah. Well, even then, I'd try and avoid crisp if I could, but that's just me. Uh, But if I had the choice of the two. um, Okay, so Damien says he's full primo, but now he has McRae. Do I trade down to Kelly or hold um, and use Brayshaw? Uh, or one of those other guys, which I think, oh, geez, I'm not going to get many points out of that. Uh, it depends, again, if you're, if you're going for league. Yeah, it does. He's only he, got six trays left, but um, uh, if you're going for overall, you have to trade him. doesn't matter. Yep, just have to. Yep, because it's, it's three to four, and it, and it's likely four. Yep, and it's your, high, remember, and it's, and it's your highest, like, most expensive primo. Yeah. Like, you can get anyone for that. Well, so. they're, they're not going to take a chance with him because the, there's no chance the dogs are playing finals. So no. unless they have miraculously, while he's gone, win the next three or four games. And even then. Yep. Um, then they might rush him back early. But even then, it might be four, might be five. Who knows? Who knows? Like, they're not going to take a risk. Well, look what happened with Kelly. Yeah. Oh, after a couple of weeks, we held him yep. three weeks, and I'm like, no, they're I've had enough, the long mate. Game, and the next minute, he's out. Likely smart, because all of a sudden, they're winning games again, right? Oh, what's the coincidence that oh. Josh Kelly's back in the team? Oh, no. Yeah. The Rolls Royce. Uh, Russ Whitney wants to know, is Dusty a top eight mid? Nah. No. And if you could afford to if you trade could, him, if you could afford it. to get rid of him, do it. Especially A, he's owned by a lot of people, and B, he's doing horrible. I tell you what, though, you wouldn't want to trade him out and then have to watch Richmond games every week and then oh. <laughs> and just be nervous because nah. he he can have a quarter if he gets eighty points. Yep, yeah, and like if he's your worst problem, I'm not against yeah. it because everyone has him. Exactly, the hurt factor's not there. It's so not there. if you can, if, afford if you get to... rid of him and he goes big, then everyone else has jumped ahead of you. See, I know Russ is really highly ranked. So All he's right. probably going for overall. If you've got the trades, Russ, pull the trigger. Do it to someone that's um, going to average you at least 105 to 110. Yeah, risk Because I think that for the rest of the season, I think he might average you a flat 100. That's honestly what yeah, I think. Yeah, well, one Which puts him in a group anyway. of about 15 other midfielders that are going to be there. So Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think, like, people in my position or people in um, other positions, they're not going to be able to do that. Yeah, so I can't. That, I've, I don't have enough trades either. So. Yeah. Exactly right. So, yeah, but it's definitely a luxury trade. So, if you can afford to, go for it. Yep. I'd like to trade Heater, but I think I'm stuck with him. Yeah, same with me. I'd love to trade Heater. <laughs> I would. There's no way. Well, I don't really like Hurley much. Well, I'm hoping either, that, so. again, I'm hoping that with uh, GWS getting better, that he actually, he starts scoring a little bit more consistently. That would be good. Um, so, well, fingers crossed. Well, 80 is consistent, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, again, uh, Oliver or Kelly and why Isaac would like to know. Um, oh, geez, that's a bit narrowed down. I've already got Oliver, so I'm going to say uh, Kelly. But, me again, um, I, I just think um, uh, Oliver's... Yeah, probably Kelly then. Here's what Oliver does. Oliver has a very erratic scoring pattern. If you ever look at his scoring patterns, you never know what he's going to pull out in any given week. Well, you can't Could really be a 96 throw, or 140 well, or 110 can't really or 130. Ca- yeah, you can't really throw a captain no, on him. No, you just don't know what he's Especially this week, you could. I recommend... Which we already spoke about anyway. Like, I'm going VC Titch into a Captain Kelly because yep. Kelly against the Lions, he's reliable. Yeah. He's not going to get you under 100. Um, oh, 100%. And and that's the thing that I love about Kelly. So he's likely going to get you 100 to 110 every week, and then he's going to bust out a 140, 150, 160. Like, he can go absolutely massive. And the thing about Oliver is that on any given week, he could just have a down, um, like a down handball game. And as soon as he has a down handball game or people putting pressure on his uh, exiting handballs, his scores drop dramatically because he doesn't have the game to pull in other parts apart from tackling. Well, and here's the thing. You can't trust a redhead for consistency. Well, that's also true. I, I mean, mean, look even, at Ed Richards. Well, even the hair tinge, <laughs> even the hair tinge changes, mate. There's no consistency. So, I mean, it's whereas, strawberry whereas, blonde. Whereas Kelly, mate, Kelly, that's consistency. Have you seen his haircut? It looks the same all year round. Yeah, exactly right. It's like it gets trimmed weekly. Four, four other GWS players with the same haircut too. Yeah, and like seriously, <laughs> if you had to have a, a good-looking person on your team, 
You gotta go for the X Factor, don't you? Yeah. I mean, he's, the he's the good. rolled gold of the Mate, Josh. He's good Kelly. inside, he's good outside. Oh, dude, the, the kid's a jet. So yeah, I, I honestly prefer that, yeah. but it you know, depends on what they'll probably average similar. I mean, you we're really talking about maybe three or four points per game difference between yeah. the two of them. Yeah. Like we're not talking about massive, massive numbers, but Mate, Josh Kelly's the Tim Tam of the AFL. Yeah, it's great inside. It's great outside. It's great when you put it in your mouth. <laughs> I was going to say melt in your mouth. So, in your mouth yeah. Well done. Yeah, nice yeah. work. Um, anyway, okay. Uh, yes. So who? Okay, so Michael would like to know who we should keep, Chris. Okay. Uh, so who's better to keep out of uh, Tim Smith? Yeah. Is it Tim Smith? Yeah, Tim Smith. Uh, your friend in the Fritz or uh, Zach Giles Langdon? If you can afford to keep Fritch, then great. Well, if you've already got him and he's already had his buy then I reckon probably keep him for now, unless you need to upgrade realistically. Fritch can be a guy that, with his current role, you could definitely keep at F7 for the rest of the year. Uh, if, I'm if keeping Zach to. Giles Langdon this week because his break-even's fairly low and they're versing the Lions, and the Lions generally uh, do give up quite a few points to small forwards. Yep. Um, yep, so that's why I'm keeping him. Just look at... Um, who's that guy that came from Fremantle to the Giants who's just killed it? Bo- De- um, DeBoer. Awesome. DeBoer? Oh, DeBoer, DeBoer yeah. DeBoer, yeah. yeah. So DeBoer, he, he killed it last week and he killed it against the Lions. Small forward. He's in my draft side this week. Yep. Highly recommend. Uh, if you're not going to win draft, though, PS guys, just keep an eye on who gets dumped. So I was easily going to win the draft last week. I won by like 600 and I even dumped uh, someone who I was going to play and I ended up picking up um, Taranto for free because he's going to play this week and he's doing pretty well and ha, there's no way really? yeah and, I've, and he's versing Wes, Wes dropped Toronto. Yeah. And, he, and, he's, and I'm versing so I'm versing Wes this week I can't wait to tell him what an idiot he is and I'm versing Wes this week so happy days oh, and they're versing Brisbane with, with Kelly back taking out yeah but they're versing minutes. Brisbane yeah true so look anyway but look for options if you're not going to win then you might as well just try and better your side yeah, but at the end of the day if you've got a chance to keep Fritch then I would but um, not at the detriment of your side so if, if, if by not trading Fritch you don't get in Robbie Gray or Westhoff and you get in uh, I don't know who's a shitty forward that's that's low price. Wingard. Wingard, yeah. <laughs> I would much rather go Gray or Westhoff than Wingard. Yeah, Wingard's every been doing day. well. Or even Rewalt, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, so so don't do it at the detriment of your side, but if you can afford to keep him, then I would keep Fritch. Yep. Cool. I'm with you there, especially for the flexibility if you're playing uh, for the league. It gives you good flexibility down the track. If someone is injured, yeah. you can just switch them in for one week. Yeah. Um, okay, so Lockie wants to know is it Lockie or Loki? Is he from a different realm? Loki. I like it. Yeah, well done. Cool nice name. name. Yeah. I wonder if his brother's name Thor. I was going to say, yeah, uh, he must be Thor. <laughs> uh, McDonald or Grey? Very interesting question. I'm uh, always going to go Grey. Yeah, I, I just think that even with his role change, he's still going well. I'm with like Grey as well. But he, he was, McDonald's he, doing well, so it's a funny one. The, the, watching Gray play is just too much fun. It would, it's like, it would be like not having Dusty. Like, even though Dusty. He's not performing to the best of his abilities right now. He still does dusty things, and you just go, oh, man. It'd be like, and you know that scored massive in Supercoach. I know the feeling, Chris. It's like watching Zorko a sip of coffee when I didn't buy it for him. <laughs> it's exactly like that. It's still exciting. That coffee tastes fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike this friendship. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, yeah, no. So, I mean, I, I personally, uh, that look, at, at the end of the day, I'm still not sold in McDonald to be able to average, what, 110 for the year? He's averaging 113 right now. Yeah. He's probably going to average a 105 or 100 for the year, I reckon. 98. Yeah, and which is good. Oh, for the year, the rest of the year? Yeah, for the switch, year total? No, for the year in total, which means yeah. I reckon that he's probably got a 95 average in him for the rest of the year at best. 
You, you got to remember that Melbourne are now going to come, come up against some really tough teams. Yeah, they've and already they might had, have some fifties and sixties in that. Yeah, and they've had their what was a hundred point win, ninety point win, eighty point win, yeah. where he just All dominated. He, and this one, he kicked, and he kicked like six goals in this yeah. other game. So that's the only reason he did well. I actually see uh, Port really trying to put the clamps on a little bit more. I think he'll still do well. He's still a good option. I've definitely considered him. I'm not gonna, probably not going to be able to get him, but um, I'm not opposed. But yeah, for me, Gray, I've I brought in Gray last week. So. Yeah. And it, I mean, when you watch Gray play football, if he's in forward, if he's forward, the ball is impacting the play. If he's on the ball, he's impacting the play. It doesn't really matter. What does matter? I mean, you would love to see him more on the ball, just because he's around the ball more, um, and he can use that class a little bit better for the team. But right now, with Wines playing the way he is, with Rockcliffe playing the way he is, you're putting Wingard in there for that X factor. Man, they can afford to put him put him forward, and if he's kicking goals, and who cares? Yeah. So you know, like it's not impacting his scoring too much. I think he's had probably maybe a five point per per game average decrease since he moved forward. So, um, yeah, still. Yeah, they might throw him in, in, in there a little bit more this week versus the D's, just because the D's are a bit classier through the midfield. So they might try and even up the class show a little bit. I think. Yeah, um, it'd be nice to see that. I would love that. Um, anyway, yeah, that's uh, so that's that's our take. Uh, Chris, can you think of any other outside of the box forward options for uh, Liam Clark? I can have a look. He says well, he's got all of the usuals, like all the uh, all the usual, the common suspects. Yeah. Um. So, but I think there's quite a lot though. Like even Monday, there's so many decent forward options but, right oh, now. For, but I, let's have a. I'm assuming he means spares. ones that haven't uh, have already had their buy, which is um. I don't mind Gunston as a pick. It, it sounds funny to say, but it's uh, not he, got, funny to he say. got like a one twenty odd. I it's, think it was. We'll I see. think uh, I think Gunson's actually a, a, a really nice pick. He's been. Uh, if you watch his scores, it's been ninety eight, one hundred two, one hundred five, ninety five. Like really, just hovering. Yeah, he had, he had one bad that. game which dropped him. Real. You know, yeah, exactly but, yeah. right. But um, look, I, I think that actually Gunston could be a really nice pick. Let me just pull. There's up. a lot of good ones that have the buy this week, like Monday and that sort of thing. So if you do hold off um, and let Zach Giles Langdon play another game, for instance, for that last price rise. Yep. Um, um uh, well, McLean would be cheap now too if he gets up. So that's uh, always a plus. Yeah, he, I mean, you can obviously wait a week on on McLean. Um, this is not working for whatever reason. Yeah, so I think um that's probably the main way to go. Chris, just having a look at some other options now, which would probably be good. Yeah, you move on to the next part and I'll... Um, That's fine. We'll move over to Twitter. Chris can look at some options for you. Uh, Paul wants to know, do we think Hurley will be a top six defender for the rest of the season? It's possible. It's It's possible. possible. He's been there before. Um, I'm very tempted. If it, like I put in Hearn just based on, you know, he already had his buy. But um, like I do like Hurley. I was tossing up trying to bring in Hurley for Heater, uh, except for the fact that I don't think I'm going to be able to. Um... I don't think so, no. I mean, I'm, it would suck if he is. If he comes back and starts punching out 120s again, um, that really hurts me because I'm choosing someone like an Andrews over him or I'm choosing a Jack Crisp over him um, as my last defender when really he's at a position or a price that he should be that, you know, defender six. Oh, he's a cheap. He's, he's really he cheap very option, cheap. But he's had like two or three bad games in he a row. He has, and that's the only worrying side. But as far as a fallen premium goes, he's definitely right up there yep. uh, for hot contender number one, yep. I feel. Um, so I was looking to bring him in around now. I, I so. wanted to bring him in. This is the week I was going to And now we hesitate. Now now we, and now we look at guys that have done well for the last month instead of the guys that have fallen. Yeah. That's the only problem. And Guys that S- have never been there before. Here's a, someone Essendon that has- have fallen off a cliff. They're not. Yeah, you know, there's no chance of really them. I think Billings it. are scared us, Chris. 
Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Um, now, just back to the for, the offbeat forward. So, one you could look at is Mitch Robinson, even though he's injured for two to three. Yeah, he should be back in a couple. So, he should be back either next week or the week after. Tom Hawkins is one we rang up last week. Has a massive five-game average. Did have a, a quieter game of 77 last week. Uh, but he has a really nice five-round average still of 99.2. if you don't have him already, again, just proved how versatile he can be. Alex Neil Bullen is someone that um, is a real left-field decision, 98.4 in his last five. Um, I don't mind that at all. I still like the Gunston pick. I still like Devin Smith as well. And look, if you really want to take a punt, Jordan DeGoe is your man. Because that guy last week playing pure midfield was next level. He was the best player on the ground by a mile in the first half. Couldn't No one could get near him. He had 20 disposals, like 10 or 11 inside 50s. Um, six tackles and was on 95 at halftime. So um, I've been harping on about it all season, but if he gets a mid-roll where he plays mid-minutes, he is going to be an absolute gun forward in Supercoach. So um, I think that he still might even qualify for next year, but he's my early lock for round one next year for in, uh, in the forward line if he gets forward status. The problem is I don't know what his price is going to be. He could price himself out by the end of the year. He very much could. So it'll be interesting. Uh, Nathan wants to know in Wingard we trust. Can we trust him to keep scoring well, Chris? <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, you got you got to say the same thing about any of those well, that is guys true. that rotate through. Well, the midfield I, I highly field. rated him at the start of the year. Uh, he's yeah, he's played midfield for the last couple of weeks, but uh, what's to say that keeps on happening? The thing it, with Wingard is that it's it's so up and down. But they've also won convincingly the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and he's definitely uh, like we already told you, he's got the modlop factor this year where he'll just drift out of games. So yeah. if you want a guy here, he might get you a 118. It's a punt, but, he'll get um, you a 118 one week, Chris, and then he'll get you a 39. And then, that's and it. Then, and then, His low game well, dials low, low, Well, look low. at what happened with Boak. Boak had a couple of good games and was like, oh, Boak's the best. Yeah. Let's jump on Boak. And then Boak's just fallen off a cliff. Well, I mean, all of those guys all play forward. So you got obviously you got Robbie Gray plays forward. The only one that doesn't is Ollie Wines who can't kick. So, um, and he's like 99 kilograms. Yeah. He's a beast. He's, he's huge. So you've got, um, you got Robbie Gray. You've got uh, Justin Westhoff who rotates through there. You've got uh, Tom Rockliffe the rock rotates forward. You've got Chad uh, Wingard and you've got Travis Boak. So you've got five midfielders that all rotate and every any given week can play more mid-time and forward-time and vice versa. Do I trust any of them? Hell No. Would I trust a wing guard who can play good when he does goes in the midfield but plays terrible when he's forward? Definitely hell no. Yeah, he's like Jack Watts. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. So yeah, to me it's just a it's a it's a flat yeah. no, but I could see Look, why. If you're desperate and you don't have the cash, then again, maybe again. Maybe if you can get him to an F7. Yeah. That would be a nice little uh cuz he's cheap enough I think. Or if you want to play him until one of your like say um your boy gets comes back from injury. Webster or someone like that. Like, yeah. and if you put Sicily in defence, put Wingard in your forward line for now, and then yeah, switch it back and then cover. put him I mean, on your bench. Yeah, he's three ninety five k. So I mean, he's and he's mid forward, so he's got that flexibility. So I don't, I don't, I don't hate I'm it. Not if against you, it. It's a league. It's a league play. Yeah. It's not an overall play. It's a league play. Ah, uh, okay. So little Macca. Hey, little Macca. Um, <laughs> don't know why I felt like saying I that. Don't know uh, anyway, either. so he says uh, Trelaw is his last mid, so he's already got Danger, Titch, Gaff, Five, Caniglia, Oliver, and Boke. Uh, there you go, Boke. He said he's not happy that he brought Boke in. Uh, I say piss Boke off to your forward well, line you can and just get, get him another in the mid. forward line. Put him as F seven. Uh, yep. And then uh, I don't mind Trelaw as his last mid. I brought him in uh, based on that he has actually had a really consistent year. Only had I think it's two scores now under a hundred. 
not many out of, what, 12 games or whatever it is. So yeah. he's actually doing really well. Uh, they've got an easy draw coming up, so I think they'll do well there. Um, he also wants to know, do I keep Boak and Ronk as bench cover? Uh, depending on how many trades you have, I'm actually quite all for getting rid of Dodi. He's a high price. He's got his break-evens getting up there. And there's quite a few fallen premiums that you can actually pick up. Again, uh, also talking about Hurley, for instance. You, it wouldn't cost most, you much to yeah. get to Hurley or to somebody else. Yeah, I'm not a fan of keeping Dodi. High break-even, um, has a buy, may as well get rid of him. The other thing is there's uh, there are defenders coming through that have, uh, I think just as good job security. So uh, Joel Smith is a prime example of that. So really, really good job security, yep. really good scoring output, put probably equal to. Downgrade, upgrade. Yeah. I, I agree. Don't, so, don't keep him on your bench. Have the strongest team you can have on field, I reckon. Yeah. Um, with the forward line, um, I'm actually a little bit more partial to keeping Ronk. Um, he has played well. He's got fantastic job security. He can spike a good score. Um, so... Maybe keeping Ronk as an F7s is not a bad idea, but for me, Dodie is a gone. Yep. And Liam Clark jumped the gun saying, with Dusty Martin get suspended. So I think uh, you should hold your horse, mate. Yeah, no, nah, definitely not suspended that one, mate. Yep. So, make, sure um, you, make sure you put that zipper down before you piss. <laughs> <laughs> don't jump too soon. Uh, anyway. Uh, yep. Just so we're aware as well, um, uh, I don't know why this led me back to poker, but... Uh, I uh, ended up no. I ended up having um, uh, walking out uh, winner. What did you end up, mate? Or um, basically around even after <laughs> many, many, many hours. We did play for. We played for like what seven hours? Oh, a lot seven of hour hours. home game. Yeah, it was, it was a good night. We had a great night. So yeah, good stuff. Well, yeah, Chris kept drinking all scotch and then winning monster hands. Anyway, <laughs> because I was um, just like limping in. Like <laughs> there was no limping, mate. There was no limping that night. Anyway. That's true. Um, Liam also wants to know, is McLean a good option for his last forward option? I believe yes. In a, um, in a week or two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd wait. He had a pull round this one, plus a versus Jacob, so Bontepilli's in doubt. Um, and he already had it. He was actually already had a really bad break even as yeah, well. Yeah, so I'd wait and wait for him to drop. Yeah, he'll drop to and 460. And then swarm like the flies. Yeah. Uh, and that covers that for that. Uh, Chris, let's get into the round review. Let's do it. Uh, shouldn't take too long, because let's face it, two of the games were horrible. Yep. Uh, first one, though. Uh, Port Adelaide just absolutely blitzed the Western Bulldogs. Dogs. The they first did. first quarter, first half of footy just smashed them. Well, the first half of footy was owned by only ones. Um, yep. like the, the kid was actually owning it. Um, surprisingly, though, I thought uh, for the overall game and impact on the scoreboard, Robbie Gray was probably best on ground for four quarters. So uh, it's good when they're all up and about. It looked like the Western Bulldogs midfield just could not get out of second gear. Um, I know Bontepelli also copped a knock in the last um, quarter. Yeah, Bont was trying hard, though. Like, he kicked a good... That goal he got, yeah, though, just... Yeah, he was doing it boot. all over the ground, too. Um, and, look, we mentioned that Bont is a is a potential trading target. He had a five-round average of 114. Comes out this week and gets a 129 and gets injured and is the basically the lone hand in the entire team. Um... But, yeah, so, I mean, Oli Wines, don't expect that every week. He's not going to pull that out every week, and uh, if he does, I would be massively surprised. He does have a tendency to go on runs, though, and it's something you've noticed in his scoring history. Um, he can have the odd game where he kicks well. <laughs> or, yeah. Um, yeah. or just kick it long. Just kick it, yeah. So I did notice that he was doing that in a game. So when he had the ball and a position to kick and he had to kick, he would just kick long to a contest. Yep. So just play to your strengths. That's obviously what he's been directed to do. Don't try to do dinky little 20-meter uh, kicks and turn the ball over. Kick the ball long to a contest and you're, you'll be right. Yeah, and let Dixon just bring it to ground. Yeah, exactly. And um, I thought Westhoff had a fantastic game, but God, there's just... I tweeted about this. So, and I want to bring it up to people's attention. This is 
the most frustrating thing of all time. So Westhoff, who has had um, <laughs> some amazing uh, form this year, probably the best form of his career, to be honest, um, and he's had a couple of role changes and still maintained his scoring. Um, has has had 17 free kicks for the year against. So he's, he's given away 17 free kicks, which is an average of like 1.1 or 1.2 per game, right? Um, and seven of those, so of like 40% of those, have been the last two weeks since I brought him in. That's so <laughs> it's it's just annoying because it's like well, it's that, that's seven. And, and how many what's he averaged you the last two weeks, Chris? Like still 100? all right. No, like yeah, it's yeah. probably so averaged about 100. Yeah, exactly. So. Get over yourself. I'm not, it's not terrible. It's just it's a observation. Like he got four free kicks and still got a one. 14. What was it? One fourteen. Get over yourself. It should have been one thirty, one forty. Don't get greedy. And um, that's him with him. He still had a few clangers in his game. One thing I'll notice about Westhoff is that the things that he does are just super coach relevant. So when he marks the ball, it's always a contested mark. Um, one thing that annoys me is he was kicking the ball. He had a shot on goal inside the four fifty. And he's trying to pass it off to people in better positions. Take this shot of goal, mate. Come Chris, on. Chris, you, know you know what annoys me? What? I can never tell which way he's facing. Because <laughs> he's got the huge beard. No, because he's so skinny. <laughs> what? He's so skinny. I never know which way he's facing. Because when he turns around, I, it still looks like a paddle pop stick, mate. I can't tell. <laughs> I'm actually going to start this campaign, right? I actually emailed Port Adelaide. That small. I emailed Port Adelaide this week. I'm like, where can I send my money? Right? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, for the Feed the Hoff campaign. <laughs> Right, this guy needs a burger. Like, feed the Hoff campaign. I wonder what he looks like with a shaved beard. I reckon no one would... Probably looks like a baby goat. <laughs> Why baby goat? <laughs> Why a baby goat? Because he's the goat. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm just he's kidding. He's the goat. He looks like LeBron. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so, Wingard 105. Uh, Motlop finally pulled his finger out. Downhill yep. skier to the max. Yep. Has to be. Oh, 100%. And uh, I actually... You know what's funny... It wasn't until the, after the game, and I'm like, oh. Can we? Like, I, I didn't even notice that he was, <laughs> like, I know he played, but didn't realize he had that good of a game. Uh, also, for the uh, other podcast crews out there, we should probably tell JB and Chizo. Was Chizo involved? You'll get this in a second. I know JB was, I believe. But uh, for Dr. Supercoach, uh, hey, guys, how are ya? Um, Bonner, Bonner got a 90, so bring him back in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just trade them. Hit that trade button. <laughs> Did you like the setup? Oh, dude, that was so. I was not expecting that. No. Well done. Give, the old boner. Well done. Um, oh, we'll cop it on Twitter uh, for that. Yeah, later. probably. Uh, yeah. Polek got an 82. Otherwise, if we don't, then we know they're not listening to Yeah, them. exactly. <laughs> and then we'll tweet them. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Polek, uh, what a goal from the sideline, though. That had to be yeah. up there. One of the goals of the week, for sure. And um, oh, it was. It was fantastic on his left. Sam Gray getting the specky. Oh, yeah. What's, what's that about? On, like, on the goal line, oh, hey? Step ladder. Um, and then Rockcliffe just got junk time. So, I mean, Rocky's point, I was annoyed because his second half was really good, but his first half, I think he was on like 30 or 40. Like, he was nothing. And then he just <laughs> got goals. He didn't get that many possessions. I think, again, the things that he did, did just were relevant in Supercoach. He's getting clearances, just like no-look kick clearances and falling onto the chest of a port player. Like, he was getting very lucky with what he was doing, but he did kick the three goals. And um, they were, I think both of them, two of them were at the end of a quarter. So in, the, in red time. So they score typically more points. Um, so look, good on your Rockcliffe and Rockcliffe owners. I'm glad that he pulled out a decent score for you. Um, still not sold on whether or not Rocky's back. 
But I do like watching him play, so I'm still going to cheer for him even though I don't have him in my team and it hurts me. Yeah, kudos to them. Um, now, we've already mentioned, obviously, the, the downfall of McRae, what happened to him, so yes. we won't go through that. McLean as well. Richards went nuts. Um, so Richards kicks, uh, I think, four goals? Three, or was it three, three and one, one quarter. quarter. Yep. Jinx. Um, and they were, like, a couple of them were, again, from the boundary. Awesome so picks. Yeah, good on him. Um, I actually read an interesting article today, and I want to get your take on it. Um, I'm not sh- I think it was maybe the Herald Sun website that did it. They were re-ranking the this year just gone draft, if you could pick it now, right? Mm. They had written up Ed Richards. This is the biggest, like, point-chasing thing I've ever seen. Ed Richards is the number three draft pick for the year, based on his form for this year. And I threw up in well, my mouth a little bit. Do you know? Do you know what the problem is with these buy rounds, Chris? <laughs> Journalists have too much time to drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, and there's not enough. There's not enough time to watch all of the games. And, oh, well, there was too, sorry, too much time to watch all the games. And the amount of garbage that comes out of their mouth, they should probably be aware on the label that Listerine is alcoholic. <laughs> That's true. Because they just talk shit. Well, I mean, one thing that I will say is that they definitely got the number one pick right, which was Jaden Stevenson. So I think he should deserves to be. In the contention, I think he should win the Rising Star Award. And if you yeah. think someone else should, I would love to hear about it. Well, it's but- funny because people like saying, oh, like, oh, if only they took um, took Stevenson instead of uh, Luke David Uniaki. Uh, but, yeah, like, um, yeah, like I still, I think it's early still. It's oh, not, it's, it's early. Not, but it's, not, it's not the whole Bonson Pelly. It's not like he's he's guaranteed to win, but I think that he'd well, probably the, be leading it right the, now. the Billings and Bonson Pelly show. <laughs> Uh, which I think at this point is a 50-50 race, isn't it's it? Still going <laughs> it's still going 50-50, Still a 50-50 yeah. race. Um, um, anyway. But, I mean, yeah, he think he had Cam Rainer oh. as number nine. Like, Rainer's had a, a pretty He's good a season, pretty good considering. Uh, an interesting one is Wallace got another 96, played a lot forward this game. Well, um, actually played, which is always Well, good. actually played. I know Bebo, right? <laughs> like, seriously, if he doesn't get named this week with their injuries, <laughs> I'm going to flip. I am going to absolutely flip. I'm not even kidding you. Oh, he was like my first, was listed. he like my first forward pick? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, or second. I, um, I needed oh, something. I, just a, another one, just just in case, because we haven't had any pot Collingwood on this podcast until Jaden Stevenson. But um, Collingwood just re-signed four people, um, which is pretty cool. So the Brown brothers, so Callum Brown, Tyler Brown, um, Nathan Murphy just got re-signed, and Matt Scharenberg as well. Uh, and they're announcing another one I'm hoping is going to be uh, uh, Stevenson. But... Four new, uh, four guys signed on for nice, and Ollie Wines uh, resigned as well. Nice, yes, that, that was term, good as well. Long yep. term deal. Good on him. Good on him to stay around. They reckon Guthrie's going to resign, like everyone cares. Um, <laughs> he has no one some cares. promise. Yeah, now he's a back pocket. Yeah, the big ones now. What Dugowie's probably a big fish. He would have to be. Uh, obviously, Sloan still big yeah. fish. Um, I think Sloan's gone. Oh, uh, I, I'm uh, with you. And Murphy. I think Murphy's gone too. Yeah. Oh, I he do as well. Bar- in Byron I mean, Bay, soaking up the sun. Where's he going to get? Well, he watched, he gonna- I think he was at the game watching that. That's horrible. <laughs> He's like, we're nowhere near a premiership. And he didn't even go. He did not go to the Brisbane Lions, right, as yep. a father-son because he wanted he wanted to win a premiership. <laughs> the Nathan Buckley syndrome. Yeah, like either, either way, the Lions and Cutler are still both, they're both screwed, right? Yeah. But, um, so, yeah. okay. So that, was his, that was his motive when he got drafted. I know this is a bit off topic. That was his motive when he got drafted. Where does Murphy go? If he wants to win a premiership. Because it's got to be, what, next two to three years, Well, right? it's apparently Port Adelaide's just drafting everyone. <laughs> well, they'll probably take him, but I don't know if they can afford him. With no, they, they the, probably can't. amount of free agents have just taken on. Um, uh, would he go out west? Would he go to west coast? I don't, I don't think so. No? Maybe Saints. 
Well, I mean, but Saints uh, could use someone. Yeah, they could. But I think they're Saints and Carlton are just the same team, aren't they? You know? No, I think Saints. If you put a couple of players, what in about there, if he goes to better. Hawks? They've probably got the cash. Ooh. Imagine have another run at it. Yeah, Yeah, Murphy. That's actually oh. pretty. That's pretty. Oh. Dude, that's pretty. I'd pimp. love him at just so you know, I'd love him at Collingwood, but I don't think that'll Mate, ever you, go you for got, a You've got pass. enough second-rate midfielders. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just shredded Collingwood and Mark Murphy. And, no, but, no, right. Yeah, no, fair call. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Uh, anyway, next game, uh, Sydney versus West Coast. Uh, Chris was watching this while playing poker and, still, was, and still winning, uh, mind you. Well, uh, I watched a bit of it. Um, and look, I mean, the best thing about it was Elliot Yo. Let's be fair, one forty-four. What the worst part about it was that this is the week that everyone had Yo, and that you know we miss out on a, a big Yo score because he really only had that one fifty. That was a big one that I had. Outside of that, he'd been consistent around that one ten average. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so he comes out with a one forty-four. The week that everyone has him, so that pissed me off. But yeah, whatever. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> you talking about yo or us? <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, our interesting fact here is uh, Hannabury was tagging Chris. Yes, uh, and he's cheap too. Like Hannabury. Ah, uh, you can't bring him in. Well, you can't bring him in. But this is a this is a guy who was at, at one point like six hundred thousand. Yep. Chris, uh, in many years past, the most consistent midfielder. Very consistent of the last for two years, for two yeah. years in a row. He just absolutely hammered at home. Uh, he's three hundred twenty-six thousand dollars. Oh, Ronka might be almost worth more. <laughs> well, yeah, right. But he's averaging sixty-five point four. He tagged. Yeah. Gaff. He tagged Gaff, and oh mate, Gaff only got a seventy-four, Chris. Yeah. Which is interesting. So now, if that makes and me, they won, well, so I mean yeah, that's no, a blueprint. Oh, oh no, it's great. Yeah. It's great. But here's my dilemma, Chris. I thought he was just out on fitness and just must be injured. You don't go and throw a man to run with Gaff. If there's an issue, no, it's just form. He's just crap. Um, and that's I'd, my take on it. He yeah. can run, but he's crap. A um, couple of things that I, that I noted as well, and um, especially while I was watching the scores um, while the game was on, uh, quite annoying that Lloyd just absolutely went ham. Because again, we obviously say, and I, I should have picked him up, and I didn't, Chris. Oh, uh, we both had opportunities. So I think everyone's had an opportunity to, but playing a tough game. I mean, they were at home, but. Uh, it just seemed that Grundy was taking intercepts and then just giving the ball to Lloyd all game. And especially in that first half, I think they both were on some ridiculous like set high 70s, early 80s at halftime. So they had a quieter second half when the ball wasn't in their forward line as much because yep. they were actually... And Franklin oh, sorry, started off horribly and yep. I was crapping my Dax for most of the game. He was really bad, as, as was Nick Natanui. Yes. So Nick Natanui started on eight. I think he had a, a four in the first quarter or an eight or something. Um, and by halftime was only on like 20 or yep. 31 maybe. Yep. And a guy that we're playing poker with had uh, Nick Nat as captain, uh, which was hilarious. In his draft team. Yeah, yeah in his draft way. team. Sorry, yeah. yeah, not standard. That would be even more rookish. Um, but yeah, he did pull it back with an 87. So, I mean, I, I didn't see the ruck battle too much to be able to say who won it, but um, it seems like maybe Sinclair won it in the first half and Nat Nui won it in the second half of the yep. game. So. And... Um, JPK uh, consistent. Yep. JPK, you got a one twelve. So Since you brought him in, he has been, been a good. model of consistency. Well, he has been pretty good. So he's averaging uh, what one hundred nine point eight for his last five. Um, yeah. So since I brought him in, he's gotten um, what did he get? Like a one fifty one. He had a horrible game, uh, like a ninety eight, a one hundred four. Uh, one hundred two, one eighteen, and a one twelve. So yeah, can't be can't be complaining. Can't complain about that. Considering how cheap I got him, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, 
Now, uh, new other news. So, Josh Kennedy is injured uh, and he's unlikely to play this week. Yeah, not that Josh Kennedy. Uh, no. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Thanks, J- Chris. JJK. I was like, what? Yeah, J- JJK injured. Yeah. Apparently, he's got a corky under his knee. Not So, that's how they've described it. So, right. it's... It's not um it's not as far down as like the main calf muscle, it's just in the back of his knee. Right. Which is a real odd injury, and they've given him about a twenty percent chance to get up this week. Yeah, but I don't think it's happening. And so, the yeah, line will be a happen. shamble. Yeah. Well, I mean no darling as well. So um I probably wouldn't be tipping West Coast this week. But what I might do is uh see uh what uh, the odds are I'd on be tipping West Nick Coast. Nat to get a few to be a leading goal kicker. They're versing Essendon. I'd be going West Coast. Oh, are they playing at home? Yeah. Oh, well, then maybe. <laughs> Proceed. They just have Liam Ryan up there taking hangers. It's all good. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the uh, next game. So uh, who was up next, my friend? Uh, okay, so the next game was the very wonderful and the very quick uh, Nat Five show. Uh, although, <laughs> to be fair, actually, it was the Lockie Neal and Nat Five show. Um, yeah, they both they played both, really well. Yeah, yeah Lockie Neal had an absolute stellar first half as well. Um, I was, uh, it, was, it was funny. I was watching um, Cripps just keep going up and up in possessions, but his super coach score was staying down, down, and down. So he had, he had to get 38 disposals to salvage a 109. Yep. So, again, he's good on him for getting that, that much ball. But I tell you what, I think that um, a lot of that was junk time possessions. And Oh, we'll talk about, yeah, first half, Carlton, horrible. Yeah. Seven behinds only. Um, interestingly, no, uh, though, Simpson was actually doing pretty horrible too. First quarter. Oh, yeah, Simpson was really sucking. Had like yep. four touches in the first part of the game. Didn't do much at all. Then had- third quarter, you had like 13 or something, like something huge. Monster in yeah. the third quarter. Tried to rally the troops. Like, come on, boys. Get on my back. You know, I may be old, but I'm not fragile. And that mark he took, he took this real big contested mark. Yeah. The ball is going inside uh, Fremantle's forward 50, and he's put himself in harm's way. You know what I mean? Pretty good much item. he deserves his senior pension coming. I'll tell you <laughs> what. Um, did well, though. Did well. And he got me a good score. He got me a 123, so I was happy with that. I think he had lo- the his lowest rec- uh, record for touches in a first quarter recorded in the last five years or something. It was stupid. crazy, yeah. So, yeah, he was not... not. Go- I mean, the whole Carlton team... For those that brought him in, got- must have been nervous early. Yeah. Uh, so, 123, which you have to be happy with, especially seeing he was on my field this week, mm-hmm. unlike Sicily. Um, <laughs> yeah, such a rook. The other thing I will say as well is that even though I did bring in Ed Kern out, he wasn't very uh, great with a 95. But the first half killed um, him. That's yeah, why. The it, first half killed him. But what I liked when I was watching him play is that um, they actually look for him. So I, I, something I've never noticed because I never really took much notice of Ed Kernow is that um, in their current midfield setup, he would he'll be handballing and they'll do the one two. So typically they only ever do one two to good uses. So if they do the the one they and if, if it's you know a, a Murphy running through or a Simpson, they'll get the receive back to use the football again. Um, and they were doing that to Ed Kernow even though I know he can't kick. So I'm not sure how long he's got to. <laughs> To be able to display his super coach prowess, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, hopefully so. it lasts for you now that you're run- running out of traits. Yeah, better better run out of traits. Um, yeah, so look, let's go with uh, Fremantle. Uh, Stephen Hill had a really good first game back. Uh, basically, the whole first half just absolutely just set the set the tone. But Neil and Fife. That was, oh, it was pretty game much. Over. Oh, it was, it was game, game over. It was game over a quarter time. But, well, they were I mean, kicking goals. They were kicking goals. They were getting contested possessions. Yeah. They were getting marks. Uh, and that was it. So Carlton Really nice were, so with um, with Giro. So Giro coming in with a, a really nice score of 66. 66. So Definitely helped. Not bad from the bench. Yes. And he went up 50K straight up. So that was always good. Um, 
Yeah, and I think that's pretty much about it, to be honest. Yeah, we don't need to discuss that yeah. any more in depth. Yep, and if you can't sleep, I suggest watching the first half of football again. Uh, the next game, just <laughs> as great. Actually, this this game, Chris. Oh, no, I actually turned this off, I, and I'll, t- I'll tell you an awesome story really? about this. So I turned this off after quarter time because it was just... I thought there was actually quite a lot of pressure in the first quarter. Yeah, by Gold Coast. Yeah. And the Saints didn't turn up again, and I was just like, oh, this is going to be a whitewash again. Well, see, I was expecting the Gold Coast to get flogged, and then I saw the pressure they brought, so I was like, oh, this is actually not too bad. <laughs> That's probably why I went yeah. in there with this uh, misconception to start with. But uh, talk about the first three quarters, Gold Coast pressuring up. Saints, you're right, they weren't there, and no. they and Gold Coast wanted it more. And then in typical Gold Coast fashion, they're like, oh, it's a three-quarter game of footy. Yep. And, again, they haven't kicked a goal in the last quarter for the last four weeks. Yeah, uh, insane. Oh, That's like an insane one, stat. I think it's like two points in four weeks. Yeah, last it's quarters. two points in four weeks and 14 points in five weeks. Ooh. It's not good. It's uh, that I Like, if you're looking at that, if, if you're Stewie Jew and the president of the Gold Coast Club or whoever the fuck he is came up to you and said, hey, so what's this about these last quarters? Wouldn't you just be like... Fuck. <laughs> sorry, I just gotta go to the toilet. Do something about that. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> just jumps out the window. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but my team is badly broken. <laughs> yes. Perhaps <laughs> I have a bandaid or some empty septic cream. Ah, <laughs> uh, it started to smell a little like almonds. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Um, yeah, uh, yeah they're, so they're, and, they're broken. Yeah, and I was talking sure. to a uh, a St Kilda fan yesterday, and he said he because he and he they've had a tough run, St Kilda, especially this year, but. Um, he was out holidaying with his family and he watches every game religiously and by half time he'd, he'd almost just given up all hope and he's walked walked in to have some dinner. I think it was a Twilight game or something similar, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, and they've just seen the look in his face and go, oh, what's wrong? He's like, oh, just Saints got just... This is not even playing football. He's just like completely distraught. And of course, it's the pure elation of, you know, that Gresham goal, which by the way, was insane. But Absolutely protect the goal. dangerous space. Yeah, oh, Andy, Andy, hit it, Andy hit it with speed. Now, here's the funny thing, Chris. My draft side this week, mm. I needed a player. Jack, Jay Gresham was that player? Yeah. Do you know how much, do you, I wonder how much that goal was in terms oh, of. Oh, huge. Scaling. And that last yeah. quarter, like he was already doing well, mind yeah. you. But then, yeah, 131. So he's a good, he's a good player. So this is I mean, he's a, a one way player, but he's a good player. So this is a key for draft. You need some players, obviously, on field. I was hesitant with who I wanted to put on my side, but I had a look. I'm like, okay, versing Gold Coast, small forwards. He's already gone big once this year with a 130. So I'm like, okay, you get a small forward. So, for instance, this week, Brisbane generally let go a few points in general uh, in Supercoach and to small forwards. Uh, and for this week, Hawthorne are playing Gold Coast. So I'm looking at Gunston to go big. Uh, I reckon um, Poppy, as a worst-case scenario, could go well. Uh, your mate, Bruce, should yep. go really well this week. Um, even like rough end stuff, like Gold Coast, they, they leak points, particularly the small forwards. So uh, for me, it's Bruce and Gunston should absolutely kick a monster this week. Nice, I like it. good, good, and that's um that's important in something like draft because you need to be on the lookout for some because you never have eight. I mean, in, especially now. I mean, when you're at the ten team yep. format. Um, or even worse, in an 18-form format, you're always going to be looking for value. Oh, for, for those sure. Last and like, even even, even in our 10-man league, I brought in Will Hoskin Elliott this week because they're versing Carlton. You know what I mean? He should do well. So his 80 average should actually he should more like get an uh, towards 100, realistically speaking. So you kind of look at their draw, and it's like, okay, well, Col- yeah, Collingwood's got a good few weeks. So maybe even if you got a small forward in from Collingwood or something, these yep. guys that are going to kick goals because they're going to kick goals against weak opposition. 
they'll generally score you. So if they average 80 for the year, they might average 100 against weak sides and then 60 against good sides. So if they're versing weak opposition, you bring them in, happy days. Yeah, and something and to you, note And as then well. you fob them off. That's what I usually do. Yeah. So, I mean, it takes actually quite a long time to to develop those those stats but yep. maybe it's something we can do for our drafts next year is it is oh, like top eight top list. eight average versus yeah. uh yeah that's probably an interesting one to do yeah. we might do that in our analysis yeah top eight versus bottom eight and then look at the the spread of averages yeah we might um and then put on our spreadsheet and then look at their draw difficulty if, if people didn't see our preseason spreadsheet we, we have a really great spreadsheet that uh, old benny boy here does up every year um and we Put all of the statistics for Supercoach um, that we can into the one sheet, yep. including um, averages, time on ground, etc., and uh, and just so we can you can effectively look at team by team or position by position um, what their trends are, what they've been doing the last two or three years, how much time on ground they've been doing to get that score, etc. Yep, and, and I'm, where you can I see can't, I kind of regret Billings uh, coming back for that last JLT. Because if he did not, well, he wouldn't have been in my side. Well, he was never <laughs> in my side. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. Anyway, uh, Billings, speaking of the devil, got an, uh, he got scaled down. That's so funny. 99. Oh, I, thought, I, thought he hit, I thought he hit a ton. He, <laughs> I thought he did He too. was on 100. He got scaled down to 99. Go figure. Um, yep, so I played a lot more midfield. Yeah, um, he was playing on a wing and uh, even hit half back at times. So, um, but was pushing forward and getting the ball inside 50. Yep, I'm surprised Savage only got an 88, uh, especially seeing uh, Webster went down injured. So that'll be interesting to see how that pans out for the next couple of weeks anyway. So Savage <laughs> Savage holders could rejoice. He could uh, average more than um, Heater for the next few weeks. No, fuck Savage. Maybe I'll bring Savage in. Um, Logan Austin, um, 54. 54, a little bit upsetting. It's better than a zero that I got it from is. Heron. <laughs> well, Heron could be back this week. Yes, because, I know. Because uh, Gold Coast are injured and, um, yep. Yeah. I'm hoping. I'm hoping he's just another. Uh, I'm hoping he's not. On field. I'm hoping he's not. I like the cold bodies. Uh, and again, let's just move on from this game. I feel. Uh, yeah, no. Lions pulled it out a little bit. David Swallow Sorry, sons, again. Yeah, Suns. Uh, there's literally not much. Lemons uh, did impress me early. They were on fire. Everyone was on fire early. Yep. The, the Saints couldn't touch the ball. They were moving the ball so freely and easily. It was an absolute joke. That's why I turned up. I, I literally was like. This is just boring to watch. Like, uh, no Hunt, one wants to watch this anymore. Hunter Clark did show some balls. He was one of the ones that helped them turn yeah. it around. So I thought that was really good He's on him. He's a good player. Good on him for winning yeah. the um, the uh, Rising Star nomination this week. So. I think that's definitely fair. Uh, okay, the next one, Hawks versus Adelaide. Um, I can't believe. I actually thought I'd tip Hawthorne because, like, Burgoyne's, like, 350th. They're not going to lose. Right, so I actually thought I tipped Hawthorne, and then I checked my tips, and I tipped Adelaide. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, I did. Oh, I actually went really bad in tipping this week. I only got three right because I tipped Gold Coast at home. So oh, that, I didn't. So yeah. So I can't believe. Like okay, so two bad teams. One's a home. One's not. And most people in our in our tipping league all went freaking Saints. I'm like, what? Gold Coast <laughs> that bad? Am I missing something? Pretty much. Saints have been non-existent for weeks. Yeah, but Saints haven't been getting beaten by hundred points weekly. Uh, well, close enough too. Anyway, um, so I, I missed that one. I missed. Um, I went uh, Carlton at home instead of Frio. Again, two average performance oh, yeah, I went, sides. I went Fremantle. Frio don't travel to the MCG well. I'll go Carlton. Get absolutely spanked. I went Fremantle, and I told a friend of mine to put money on Fremantle because I was like Carlton suck. And, and Walter's free, not and there Fremantle, as well. Fremantle like a dollar seventy two or something. I was like uh, easy money, and oh, I told him to put money on Port Adelaide by more than forty points. Fair enough. And he didn't take either of my advice. So there you go. <laughs> um, um, and the other one was I tipped. Did I tip West Coast? Anyway, no, Chris, I tip, I move tip on. Sydney. No one anyway. cares about your tipping. 
It's Everyone cares about it. It's horrible anyway. This isn't, it has been bad last couple of weeks. This isn't the Duck and Brown show. <laughs> um, anyway, so Titch136 uh, kind of yep. saved your bacon there, Chris. He did, definitely. I think he saved a lot of people because um, For those that didn't go five. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, that's what I was expecting from him. I was expecting 120, 130, and he went over that. So I can't, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm a, um, I'm a bit surprised. Uh, I'm switching sides here, Chris. Uh, Jacob's had a good game. For, yeah. those, for those that kept him thinking, oh, I'm screwed, uh, they finally pulled one out for him. Yeah, and it was reflected uh, early in Matt Crouch's scoring. So Matt Crouch was having a really, really good game um, on the inside and, and getting some ball out, and then it just went all downhill. So I'm not sure if he just – I don't know, I don't think he copped a niggle, but he was going really good really early and then just fell off a map. Matt so, Crouch? Yeah. Well, he probably started thinking about his brother too much. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Brad. Brad, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> you, Clutching at thin air. You're trying to get something anyway, going. Gunston basically double scored Hearn score this week. The guy I was thinking about. Ah, uh, yes, I know. I, I think halfway through the first quarter, he's on 29. I messaged you. I'm like, Gunston's on 29, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, uh, Hearn versus Essendon's crappy forward line should be good this week. So. Yeah. Let's see how we go. Well, Sicily, it depends. If Barras is back, then he won't have to play. Sicily kicking three goals, had a great game, and he was on my bench. Did I, uh, mention, did I mention that, Chris? Good old, good old Sicily. You know, you, you can always rely on Sicily to, to punch out a good score when he's on your bench. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Punching out a good score. Oh, that's so upsetting. Just like, um, he, just like he punched someone out. I mean, oh, dude. So, you know, I missed a week with Sicily on suspension. You missed a week because you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> he might as well have punched somebody, Chris. Yeah, exactly. And then, At least I had a rookie score to cover, right? Yeah. At least you had an emergency. Anyway, uh, Omira with his fluctuations. A good week, bad week, bad week, good week. So he got a 114. Yep. Um, is very interesting. I know a lot of people pick him up in draft leagues uh, for that. And, um, yeah, look, that's not... Too much else apart from that for me, Chris. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, over on the uh, Adelaide side of things, you're right. Jacobs was um, surprising, to say the least. Uh, it's about time. Um, Gibbs has still fallen off a map. Uh, I didn't see him being this bad. Me either. Um, especially after his start. Like, I still laugh at those that brought him in and we're like, he's not a good player, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy uh, but, the next three weeks. And again, yeah. with, to reiterate, as we've said, like he's now averaging 96.2, Chris. That's yeah. how bad he's gone. Uh, I, and it's, it's I, gone I'd love to know what our tip slowing. was. I think it was 100. So I think I yeah. tipped him to average 100. Uh, and it's, yeah, as Sloan we said. Sloan is the most important cog in that midfield. 100%. And it's Gibbs and yeah. everyone else has just fallen by the wayside. Yeah. Uh, and so, they definitely, there's no chance of them making finals now. No, that's absolutely it. none. Especially after the big loss to Melbourne as well. Like yeah. their average has to be horrible, and this one as well. Um, even if they do happen to scrap, they would have had wins. to have won't win that game to really make a charge at the last day. Because Hawthorne are now because that was an eight point game essentially because they were both in the same points. Now uh, Hawthorne are four above. Um, so you've got um, Hawthorne, who's in pretty good form when they want to be. GWS coming back. Um, and the teams at the bottom of the eight, they're actually not decent sides. North Melbourne, for example, can you imagine them being out of the eight with the form that they're in? Collingwood's playing really good football with a, with a good run. You know, so there's there's a lot of good teams around that. I think there's a lot of merit to going to a top nine. I don't know what that system would look like. And yeah. Don't ask them about it. But well, Collingwood tend to choke, though, don't they? They'll slip. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, no, they got easy no, few, we're going to get to the grand final games. before we choke. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's self-payout five. Yeah, Chris doesn't choke, right? <laughs> no, right. Ten inch, no gag. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, uh, I, I think we can move on from that game as well, to be honest. Yeah, let's go on. Yep. And uh, let's go on to the last game, Chris uh, Geelong and Richmond, where Reese Stanley starred. Uh, easily game of the round. I hate the fact that Reese Stanley scored well, but... Um, yeah, I know, right? Well, basically, he locks out Zach Smith. How good is that from the start of the year? Me being like, oh, I'm going to get Zach Smith. So glad I dodged uh, that. Uh, not Sandy. Well, and we did say a few weeks ago that Zach Smith won't get another game. Yeah, there's no way. No, definitely not right now. Especially not after that performance. Um, really, really good. I mean, granted, he was against Nank, who has fallen off a cliff as well. So people who were like, oh, why can't Nank be a premium? Because he doesn't have a tank. And he proved that last year. He's proving that this year. Um, have a look at what uh, Nank's five-round average is, or even three-round average. But he's really dropped off a cliff. Dun, 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 dun. Um, so, 87. Yes. Uh, 80 for the last three, 87.6 for the last five, now averaging 93.2. Uh, you would have been better off going Nick Nat Nui. Oh, much better. So, um, yeah, um, look, I, I think that's two years in a row now. So I think un- until he starts proving that he can hold out late in seasons, um, yep. I don't think he can be considered as a premium ruck option. Well, so. here's, here's the funny thing, right? Only two people got Supercoach tons uh, for Richmond. None of them got Fantasy tons. Uh, which I thought was very interesting. Geelong, well, the game was it was a wet game, and, it and was, the even even contributors though as well. That's the issue. The the efficiency wasn't down because the pressure was really high on both teams, so there was not much time to kick the ball, not much time to there was no clean disposal. Um, so it was a very contested contested game. So it's, it's where you know your, your cream comes to the top. So your your Alex Rance with the one hundred six. I thought he was brilliant in defence. Um, well, here's the funny thing. Sure, right. Jaden Short, I brought him in draft. Uh, we mentioned him how he, well, I thought, it was pretty good when uh, Hooli got injured. Yep, and he he's keeping of, him out of the well, team now. Yeah, exactly. He sparked. Well, he was already in the team at that point in time, but he was the one I feel like keeping Brendan Ellis out. Yep, in that role because he was doing well and Brendan Ellis was doing horrible. Um, one hundred three average for the last three, ninety five point two for the last five. Now averaging eighty three point four, and he's in my draft side. So I can't yep. get rid of him now. No, exactly right. Uh, why would you? Yeah, can't. <laughs> he's, he's going he's too well. Yeah. So he got a 97. So again, um, yeah, I think he's out of contract, I think, as well. So trying to bank on himself playing some good footy to get some more money. Contract years are always good for form. Um, you've got uh, Danger, unfortunately. So Danger and Martin, they, had, they both had equally good patches. They were both really, really good in bursts, but never really strung it together for an entire half. No, not, not to hit those high highs. Yeah, no, they didn't. And and they scored in bunches, which of course meant that they'd have one quarter of big and then nothing. Like Martin was going had one of the worst first quarters and first halves I've ever seen of him. Then he comes down the third quarter and goes absolutely ham. So it's just it's just classic like role dependent. Is he interested? I don't know. We mentioned at the start of the season that well, how is funny, he interested in, in playing football how, anymore? How funny though for? that people I think criticized me particularly when I was saying you know, a lot of these guys, they've only been there for one year Yeah. as far as premiums go. Like, yes, for, you know, for sure, I was, like, you know, throwing up even, like, how, why is Hanabry such a bad option when yeah. he was a premium for two years running, even though he is horrible. But um, I was saying, like, why people, people saying, like, um, like Kelly, uh, Oliver, Shaw's backed it up, which I, I'm impressed with, which is why I went him. But you've also got, you know, um, Dustin Martin had never been in the top ten for a midfielder. There was about five um, of them, wasn't there? Oh, there's yeah. like six of them. Yeah. You know, and I think only two of those are actually in the top ten. Yeah. And McCray. So, 
McRae jumped in. We weren't, no one was expecting McRae to jump in. Um, you know, so Dustin Martin, who oh, we were happy Lucky with, the first, dropped out. happy with for the first couple of weeks. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's it's very interesting. And Crouch was the other one. Yep. Who's really underperformed. So yeah, it's it just goes to show that you can't bank on just because someone finished in the top ten the year before. You can't bank on them being yeah, in the top ten. I again. think I think I definitely fell into a little bit of that trap. But I mean, realistically, I, What's that, a gu- it's a guessing game. Though. Yeah. That's it. A super coach is a guessing game, so you're, well, you're really put, you're, you're putting an estimated guess together to, to select your starting squad and then also to do your trades. Yep. So you know it, that's why we say we think this would happen because we don't really know. We can't tell that for sure, but based on previous results and previous scoring and and what's happening in the game and the role that they're playing, yes, yep. they can. Uh, you know, yeah, we just kind of go gut feel and yeah. experience on what we think. Hundred percent. Um, nice little uh, tan up for Menegola, keeping his average above ninety five. I, I see. I know nice. just, he just keeps topping up that bank, Chris. Just keeps topping up and he topping keeps up. He's ninety six point eight. He's just staying above, staying above water. I like it. I like it a lot. Come on, bring it home, buddy. Bring it home. Um, and then of well, course, they, and they have some very friendly games too coming up. Yeah. Um, they do versus Brisbane and uh, a few other games at home. They have a lot of home games coming up, so I'm really interested. Hopefully, Menegola gets a couple more one thirty fives to help me out. True. Um, I think this is this was probably uh, Blitzar's best game in my opinion. Um, in terms of uh, you know the forward line of Richmond didn't really function the way that it has all year. Whether that's because they the conditions of the game, um, like it was muddy, like there was mud on jerseys for the first time I've seen this year. So uh, that could have been an issue as well. But his um, his athletic ability is pretty awesome. Because he just keeps running. Well, yeah, he was a national runner. Exactly right. So um, he was able to just get away from people when um, out of the out of defence, which I thought was really really good. Um, it was nice seeing Caddy have a down game for once after he's proven to us that he can actually maintain a good scoring pattern for you for a period of time. So um, yeah. Well, I think that's fair. Uh, Kuniko got an eighty four. Uh, Ablett got an eighty. So he was uh, under. Under what people not, brought not him in suit for? Him that no, sort of game, not no. that sort of game. No. Um, the funny thing is, again, the weather wouldn't really suit Parfit either. No. But uh, it's funny those that brought in Parfit. Remember he had his uh, he had his big game and everyone's like, oh Parfit. Yeah. And brought him in. Then he gets injured. Uh, since injury, he's averaged uh, seventy two for his last three and seventy three for his last five. Nice. And that's what you're getting. <laughs> so I guess he wasn't really that par fit. Oh, <laughs> that joke was above par. Oh, yes, it was. That was so good. <laughs> oh, juicy. Mm, yes. What? <laughs> juicy, juicy, juicy. Juicy, juicy, juicy. Uh, anyway, uh, moving across, uh, Edwards. I, th- I actually think Edwards is probably one of the most underrated players. Like he just does his, uh, he does his job well, I think. But his role. It's uh, he's one of those uh, flash in the pan sort of players where he can win a game and then he can go completely. Yeah, but down. he hasn't gone missing too often this year, Shane Edwards. Like I think he's been actually pretty. Oh, not good. much of the Richmond team has. They've all been pretty consistent performers. So well, that's true. Well, yeah. I mean Lambert's the same thing. You know, yeah. he, I bet he can't wait for his buddy Prestia to come back. <laughs> he needs him back. I'll tell cool. you what. Uh, another thing to do for draft quickly is um, start looking out for those that could be coming back in. Um, so if you want to start loopholing between now and the final series, it's always a good option. So you've got your Pierce Hanleys, your Prestias. You've got a big enough um, body of work now that you can say, well, okay, well. Yeah, so yeah. like, there's quite a few actually. Even if Rory Lobb gets dropped, if someone drops him, he's out for, what, four to five. So around the finals time, Pierce yep. Hanley's out for, again, four to five. Uh, Scully could come back. Uh, there's quite a few guys that should be coming back in around four to five weeks that you could loophole in the meantime and mm-hmm. just hope maybe one of these guns comes back 
uh, for a good option Definitely if you're struggling. Yeah, um, Prestia would be the main one uh, coming back uh, after the buy, so he could be a good one to look at if you are going to win this week. Excellent. Put him in. Um, yeah, so apart from that, I think you know really good even contribution um, from Richmond. Uh, they're definitely their small forwards really to seal it. So Daniel Rioli, good first game back in, particularly at the end of the game. Um, another one for standard as well, Jack Rewalt, 324,000. Um, one to tickle my fancy. and I'll, You I'll, love him, don't well, you? Well, I don't actually. I actually don't really like Jack Rewalt, but he is serviceable. And, uh, and the reason I'll tell you is this, Chris, because before he got knocked out, he was averaging 91.2 or something along those lines. So he's doing quite well. He does have a high ceiling, so he can go large. Yes, since that time, he's had a few down games, which generally happens to people when they get injured uh, or particularly knocked out, should I say. But coming up, so I'm actually looking at possibly at that price to bring him in as a swing person. So that way, if someone in defense is injured, I can move Sicily into defense. And then Jack Rewalt comes onto the field. If one of my midfielders is missing, I've also got a Hearn. So then a Hearn can then switch with one of my mid forwards yep. to bring, say, um, a clean goes into the midfield and Rewalt onto field. I agree. I can also loophole Jack Rewalt as my F7. If he goes big, then I put Sicily into defense and put Heater Shaw on the bench. You've been a bad boy, Heater. Hashtag yes. blessed on the bench. Um, and, and the reason is, I'll tell you why. So Richmond, when you look at Richmond coming up, they have a lot of early games. Um, so let me just get into who they're versing. So I'll just flick this little filter back here, Chris, and go into the premiership. Uh, okay, so let's just say Richmond, uh, they're versing. Uh, so they've got Sydney, the first one back, not ideal. Adelaide, GWS, Saints, Collingwood, Geelong, Suns, Essendon, and the Bulldogs. So not necessarily the easiest draw, except they play a lot of games on the Friday-Saturday. Yeah, and I think the Sydney one's a Thursday night game even as well. Yeah, so they play very early in the piece, which means you get a good look in. And for 320000 he's a great backup. He's not terrible. I mean, if you've got, you got the trades and you're happy to... Well, I don't really have the trades, but <laughs> the way I see it, Chris, if I get him in my side, I can cover every position except for Ruck. Yeah. Because of Jack Raywell. Might be worth doing. Anyway, that's pretty much my only thought. I don't mind it. I, I don't hate it. Um, uh, well, I don't really like it like it, but he's a great cover option, I feel, I like it, for like every it. position except for Ruck, and then I'll have a few trades up my sleeve in case Nick Natnui um, falls over himself. Yeah, I'm um, I, I'm in a bit of a quandary because I just still don't know if I'm going to trade. I was I was think, planning on trading um, Oscar McInerney this week. Right. Because um, he's peaked in price. Um and I need, uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily need. He's not going to ever play unless someone's injured. Well, so you, you should be what's able to doing. You should be able to relate, though, Chris, shouldn't you? What peaking early? Because you peaked in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so like that, that was it for for I me. I definitely didn't peak in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I think, anyway. We're, I think we're getting off the train a little we bit. We are now. a little bit. Uh, look, anyway, I think that's pretty much it for us. That, that wraps is. us up. I uh, hope you have appreciated it. It's a buy round, so it's a bit short. Um, let's hope the games this weekend are better. More competitive, at least, is what I think everyone's wanting. Yep. That's, that's all we want. Yep, pretty yep. much, because uh, otherwise this podcast will be as short as our North Melbourne intro at the start of the year. <laughs> pretty what much. do we give them, like five minutes? North yeah. Melbourne? Okay, so we've got North Melbourne, uh, five minutes, and yeah, that's it. That's, that's, well, it. Even five that's minutes? all they deserve. Yeah, I think that was short, not that was premium. our shortest podcast. I they think still don't really have a premium worth considering. No, Even Higgins, Higgins is like eh. 50-50. Uh, Higgins, yeah, Higgins is like the baby brother of Ollie Wines. 
stuff of big epics because it's like Ollie Wines could have eaten Higgins. Well, they're similar. <laughs> they kind of look similar as in their hair. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And except Ollie Wines is bigger okay. and less shit. <laughs> Anyway, that, that's it from us. Uh, if you do have any more questions, please do feel free to hit us up. If uh, anything specific to your side, uh, we do love specifics. Um, if you just say that, hey, I have the usual, like, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? I mean, I like a, a foamy latte. I mean, like, you know, it makes me funny and bloated. And there's nothing, there's nothing <laughs> love I, I, I love more than Chris is to guess because it's prerogative. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but it's provocative. Provocative. Anyway, all right. Have a good, uh, have a good buy rounds. I uh, hope you got through it all good. And remember, at the end of this three round is where you really should be taking note of. There's no point taking note in week week two, week one of the buys. At the end of this round, you'll be able to tell how you went through the buys and how you're going to be progressing to the rest of the season. So, how you went? How you went? Are you sorry. slurring, Chris? You yes, sound I am. Drunk. Possibly. No. <laughs> Alright. Peace guys. Thank you again. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes. So the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent. The P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it. I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that. Every champion is all about his principles. Carry.